0: Thank God for you being here. All of our visitors and guests, we honor the Lord for your being here. Um, I've been teaching from the stage, but I, I told somebody today, I kind of missed this personal interaction. I said, you know what? I'm going to teach from the floor today. I hope that's all right. Amen. Yes, yeah, So I can walk around and see what y'all be texting. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Listen, if you charged the Bible up last night, will you grab it? And uh, find Proverbs chapter 9. Proverbs chapter 9. Amen. Proverbs chapter 9. The book of wisdom. Thank God for Proverbs. I encourage you to read at least one Proverbs. A chapter if you can a day. Proverbs is an amazing, amazing book. Amazing book. So last week I encourage you to, to, uh, to embrace your story know what your story is. I, I told you all, I told you guys about, um, I, I'm, I sound loud. Yeah, I don't know if I'm coming out of the monitors or what, but you can take me down out of the monitors and just keep me in the house. Amen. Um, I told you guys about my, my birthday story. I was sitting at home and just thinking about all the things that God has brought me through and how I was bawling my eyes out and crying. And God just reminded me of my story. He reminded me of all the things that, that he has brought me through and all the things he has done in my life. And I, and I just became overwhelmed. I became overwhelmed with emotion just thinking about all the things that God has done for me in my life. And so, um, so I talked about that a little bit last week. And so thank you for all the feedback. Many of you came and said, Pastor, that really challenged us, really challenged me. It was a very emotional message, a very emotional message for me. It challenged me to consider what God had been doing In my life. And so I thank God uh, for all the great feedback from that today. um, I want to talk. I want to teach a lesson. I've taught this lesson in times past, but every now and then I have to go back and revisit a lesson so that we can so that it kind of cements in our heart. Uh, you know, the Lord will repeat things in scripture. I have writers repeat certain things in scripture so that it becomes cemented uh, in our hearts and our minds. So today I want to do that. I want to I want to teach this so that so that it will become cemented in our hearts and our minds. Proverbs chapter nine. um, Keep your Bibles open. We're only going to look at one verse in this particular passage, and we'll look at several others as we as we move along. Um, Proverbs chapter nine. Look at verse number 10. Look at verse number 10. Swipe over until you get to verse number 10. Say amen when you have it. Proverbs 9 and 10, what does it say? Let's read it together. One, two, ready, read. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Amen. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Remember when I taught about grow. Everybody say grow. Grow. I taught about grow and I told you that Jesus grew in wisdom and in stature and in favor. Amen. Jesus grew in wisdom. Jesus grew in wisdom. Now understand this. Um, and so um, Jesus grew in wisdom but he could not have grown in wisdom without having grown in the fear of the Lord. Because the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. How many of you want to be wise? How many of you want to be wise or make wise decisions? <laughs> Amen. So, so if you want to be wise and operate in wisdom, then we've got to look back and say, okay, if I want to be wise, operate in wisdom, then I need to know how wisdom begins. Well, wisdom begins in the fear of the Lord. And let's talk, let's talk about that. So today I want to talk about growing in the fear of the Lord. Growing in the fear of of the Lord. Keep your Bibles open. We're going to look at some scripture today. I, I, want to give you, I want to give you just a practical definition of what wisdom is. I want to give you a practical definition of what wisdom is. De- wisdom is seeing life from God's perspective and responding accordingly. Turn me down. I still sound loud. Seeing life from God's perspective and responding accordingly. Amen. Um, so, so what is wisdom? Somebody say it. what is it? Uh huh. Seeing life from God's perspective and responding based on—watch this—not based on how I see things, but I, I respond to life situations based on how God sees it. Glory to God! Hallelujah! Amen. Watch this! Watch this! You looking at your situation, and and to you, you may be broke. Somebody said, Pastor, I am broke." Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's because that's because you see yourself as the source. You don't see God as the source. Hallelujah. Um, because, because God said, let the poor say that I'm rich. If you serve a God who's able to supply all of our need, I'm, I'm preaching already, according to his riches and glory. Hallelujah. Watch this. Now, watch this. If you're walking up right, you got to know that God's going to meet every need that you have. Can I, can I say that again? I said, if you're walking upright, you gotta know that God's gonna meet every need that you've got. How do I know? Because it says, never have I seen the righteous forsaken or a seed begging bread. Hallelujah. Now, if you're out there acting a fool, you're on your own. Glory to God. No. Hallelujah. No. Amen. But, 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 but here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. Wisdom is being able to see what you're going through. Through the eyes of God and responding the way God wants you to respond. Here is where we mess up. We mess up in our lives because we get in situations and we get in circumstances and we respond based on how we responded in the streets. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. And watch this. Street wisdom don't work in the kingdom. So we have to see things the way God sees it, and we have to respond the way God desires for us to respond. And that's when you're operating in wisdom. It is the ability to consistently make God decisions. And wisdom must be a priority for us as we grow grow forward. Wisdom has to be a priority. The fear of the Lord is the foundation of true wisdom. All types of learning and uh, worthlessness Unless, or is useless unless they are built on the knowledge of the Lord Himself. There are many scriptures talk about the fear of the Lord. Now, listen, I won't have you to go, go to all these. I'll just put these on the scriptures on, on the screen for you. Please feel free to take a picture if you desire. I'll just jot these scriptures down. Don't look at these. I'll tell you which one to look at. Uh, Psalms 111 and 10 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Y'all see it? The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All those who practice it have good understanding. His praise and do us forever. So that means that if you are practicing the fear of the Lord and you're practicing wisdom, um, he said, then you have good understanding. Because we need to, our understanding to be good. Amen? So when we go into a situation, it, it, the Bible says, out of all you're getting, get an understanding. If you know why you're going through the things that you're going through, then the thing that you're going through becomes a little bit more easier to endure because you know why you're going through it. If, if you understand that this is just a test of your faith, glory to God, then you know that you just strengthened my faith through this because everything that you go through is not meant to tear you down. There are some things that you go through that are really ordained by God to strengthen you and to build you up. If, if you don't see that from God's perspective, you'll start to ask the question, why is God picking on me? Why am I always going through this? Watch this. You're always going through it because you 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 in remedial training. You, you keep going through it because you didn't pass the last test. So now watch this. Y'all heard me say this before. Any test you don't defeat, you are destined to repeat. And that's why you keep saying, why does this keep happening to me? Because you keep flunking. You keep failing the test. And God's trying to take you to the next level. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Listen, watch this. You want to know how to pass the test? Here's how you pass the test. In all things, rejoice. In all things, give thanks hallelujah no matter what you go through in your life watch this especially if what you are going through is not any direct result of your own if you realize this is just life happening so you have to learn i can rejoice in all things amen glory to god watch this when the bills get a little short don't walk around with a powder powder mouth and looking crazy just learn how to rejoice watch this listen glory to god when you can't do anything about it anyway you might as well shout Might as well just give God some glory. Hallelujah. Because watch this, watch this, watch this. Because you can give God glory because everything that you've ever gone through, God brought you through. Are y'all him, y'all picking up what I'm putting down? Listen, God has a 100% success rate in all of our lives. Can I tell you, there's not a soul in this room that God has ever let down. And if God never let you down, then you got to know that God's not going to let you down now. Glory to God. Will you touch somebody and tell them, God has never let me down. Glory to God. He's never let me down. God has never let me down. Now, watch this. God had to whip me sometimes. Hallelujah. God had to get on me a couple of times. Hallelujah. But it wasn't God's fault. It was my fault. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And so so we can give thanks to God in all things that we go through, in all the things that we endure in our lives, knowing this, that the trying of our faith is working patience. And he said, let patience have her perfect work that you may be perfect and lacking nothing. Hallelujah. And so why do we need patience? We need patience because we have to learn how to wait on God. Because we live in a we live in a perverse and diverse world. And a lot of things are happening and God is saying listen don't get caught up in the world don't get focused on what you see you got to look watch this you got to look toward the hills watch this knowing that your help doesn't come from a hill knowing that your help comes from the Lord in other words you got to lift up your head oh ye gates and be ye lifted up ye everlasting doors and the king of glory shall come in watch this if watch your faith pulls on the presence of God. Can I tell somebody that? Your faith pulls on the presence of God. So watch this. Watch this. When you activate your faith, you manifest God. Let me say that again. When you activate your faith, you manifest God. The reason God is not showing up to some of your rescue is because you're activating your fear and the fear is opposite of faith. Let me say it like this. Fear is faith in reverse. Fear pulls towards you the thing that you desire not to have. I was on the ladder earlier today and some ladies walked in and I was doing fine until they walked in. I was on the ladder and I was doing some things with the light. I was doing fine. They walked in. They said, oh, Lord. Oh, Lord, Pastor, lock it. Make sure it's locked. And I was like this. What? They said, Pastor, Pastor, be careful. Pastor, what you doing up there? And I, I got to wiggling So, what the mess? I was doing good until they brought that fear in there. Y'all hear me? What I'm telling you. I was doing just fine until they brought all that fear in there. Made me feel like I was going to fall. I'm about to miss the step coming down. What in the world's going on? It was a spirit of fear. But watch this. God said, I haven't given you the spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. Pastor David said, there's nothing wrong with my mind. Touch him and tell him. Ain't nothing wrong with my mind. Nothing wrong with my mind. Bringing all that fear in here got me wobbling on that ladder. Proverbs one seven, you see it on the screen. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Fools despise wisdom. There, there's that word, fear of the Lord. Y'all see, y'all see, the fear of the Lord. You see it there again. Proverbs 14.27 says, watch this. The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life that one may turn away from the snares of death. Proverbs 15.33, check it out. Here it is again. The fear of the Lord... Is instruction in wisdom and humility comes before honor. The fear of the Lord. I've, I've got two brothers. I've got two brothers. Um, me and my, me and my, my youngest brother, we're, we're more alike in that. We're a little bit more reserved. My middle brother, boy, he was rough, he was something serious. And, uh, you know, he was very outspoken, very outgoing. He's a life-of-the-party type of guy, and that's just who he is. And one day, one day my, my mom had some friends over to the house, and he decided he was going to show out because, you know, that's just, that's just what kids do. They show out when, when company comes around. Well, he decided he was going to show out. Well, my mama went and got a switch, and she said, boy, if you don't stop him, we'll whoop you with this switch. You know what he said? My little brother, I, he's probably, I don't know, six, seven years old. I don't know, he was, I don't know what's wrong with it. What's wrong with it? My brother looked at my mom and said, you better not hit me with that switch. Here's what he said. This is a true story. He'll tell you this story. Remember, I'm bring him let you tell it, tell it to you yourself. He said, you better not hit me with that switch. He said, I'm a cat. I'm going to tell you I don't know what's wrong with that boy. My mama got that switch. She said, whap. He said, round. True story. We were sitting there looking like this. We had to watch this. So he got his claws out. So then she hit him twice. Whap, whap. He said, round, round. This boy just lost his mind. Listen, she took that switch she said, whap, 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 whap. He said, meow, 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 meow. He took out running. That's a true story. I, I can't make a story up that good. He just, he just took out running. What happened was, what happened was, because he hadn't been whooped in a while, He lost the fear of my mom. Woo! 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 Sometimes God's grace will get you in more trouble than his punishment will. Woo! Some people just haven't been whooped in a while. And see, when you haven't been whooped in a while, you really think you're getting away with stuff. I don't know who I'm talking to in this room today. But when you had been whooped in a while in your mind you think you you think you're kind of getting away with it you think and so so my brother had been whooped in a while so he lost the fear and watch this many people including people in the church are losing the fear of God because we live in a dispensation of grace and because we live in dispensation of grace God has applied mercy and God gives mercy to us in other words we deserve death but God gives us life because of his mercy and watch this the problem is is that we are taking the mercy of God for granted and many people are still going and doing the stuff that we feel like we're big and bad enough to do and because God is not just jumping on your head every time you do something what happens is you think that you're getting away with it because you've lost the fear of the Lord the world has lost the fear of the Lord people say do do anything in church now The the fear of the Lord is waxing cold and guess what we have to become a church where the fear of the Lord is still alive and well at church on purpose amen the fear of the Lord is still alive and well. So, so let, let, let's kind of talk about that. Let's talk, talk about that. Watch this. Watch this. I, I want y'all um go to Proverbs chapter 3. Everybody know this one. Go to Proverbs chapter 3. Proverbs 3. Look at uh, verse 5 and 6. This won't be on the screen. You got to look at this one. Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6. Read it loud when you find it. One, two, ready, read. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. If you acknowledge him, he'll do what? He will do what? Watch this. Look at this statement. Put that statement, next statement up. I want you all to see this. I want you to see this with your own eyes. I want you to see this, this statement. Listen to this. If you don't have the fear of the Lord operating in your life, you will make final decisions based on flawed human understanding. Ooh. If, if you don't have the fear of the Lord operating in your life, you will make final decisions in your life based upon flawed human understanding. I don't know about you, but that's a dangerous place to live. I, I don't know about you, but i made Eric has made some decisions and Eric has realized Eric don't make good decisions by himself. Hallelujah. Now, if somebody on your road feels like me, they just, they just won't say it. Amen. Glory to God. Because watch this. If you'd have made perfect decisions, you'd probably be a millionaire right now. Amen. If you'd made perfect decisions. So, so we're, we're learning how to keep the fear of the Lord in our lives so that we can make decisions not based upon our own perspective, but that we can make decisions based upon how God sees things. We can make the decisions based upon him. He said, if you acknowledge me in all of your ways, I will direct your path. Those of you who are single, don't you, don't you choose a mate without God? Amen. Don't you marry somebody without going before God first? Amen. Hallelujah. My, my, my. Y'all heard it. Come on, man. That's a final decision. There's some people in this room. You've made some final decision with some folk that's supposed to have been temporary in your life. And that's what happens. You mess around and make a permanent decision with somebody that was supposed to be temporary because you didn't seek the Lord. And watch this. Just because they come to church don't mean that's the one that's supposed to be for you. See, you're not ready to be with somebody until you cool being by yourself. Then when they show up, your, your nose don't fly open and you know, you don't lose your mind because they bought you dinner. Glory to God. You gotta learn how to buy your own self some. I wish, I've, I've already taught y'all this stuff. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So listen, so whether they come or go, it's all good because you can do bad by yourself. Hallelujah. I like the song. I, you know what? It took me a long time to know what that song was saying. But that, y'all know what that song said? That song said, I can do bad by myself. Watch this. I, I, it's not good English, but sure it's good singing. I don't need no help to starve to death. (laughs) In other words, I can starve to death by myself. (laughs) You broke and I'm broke too. I don't need your help. (laughs) When we incorporate the fear of the Lord into every moment of our lives, We make decisions based upon his approval. Y'all need to get this. Now, I'm trying to walk through this slow because I need you to get this. When you incorporate the fear of the Lord, I'm going to tell you what the fear of the Lord is in just a moment. When you incorporate the fear of the Lord into every moment of your lives, you make decisions based upon God's approval. Does God approve of this decision? Does God approve of what we're doing? You make decisions based upon God's approval, not not based upon man's approval or popular opinion. That's kind of the world is kind of doing this whole popular opinion thing right now. Listen, if everybody's doing it, if God says it's wrong, it's still wrong, even if everybody's doing it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So we gotta go back to what God says is wrong. And so we, we, we're becoming too liberal with our faith and too liberal even in, in our, in our Christendom. And we're becoming too liberal sometimes even in our churches. And we gotta say, listen, no, this is sin. We gotta call sin what it is. Amen. We, watch this, watch this. Now watch this, now watch this. Now check this out. There's a word. It's dangerous. There's a word. I've been hearing it. There's a word that's out right now. There's a word that's on the loose and it's dangerous. It's a dangerous word. And when I tell you, you better hear me, there's a word that's on the loose. I've been hearing people say this. Watch this. Watch this. They've been saying, "Tell your truth." No, no. Listen. You live your truth, and you speak your truth. No, that's an entitlement mentality. Glory to God. There's entitlement. There's entitlement. You, you have to be careful. Watch this. Watch this. Because because I don't want, because my, my my truth is predicated on my thinking. My truth is predicated on how I feel. Go with it, God. Hallelujah. Watch this. Is it true that I feel like I should be sinning? Yes, that is truth. But guess what? That's not, in other words, that's not holy or that's not God. That may be true, but that's not God. People say, well, live your truth, honey. That's your truth. Rock your truth. You better be careful about that. No, you better go to the word. Let every man be a lie and let God be the truth. Don't rock your truth. You better learn how to rock some God truth. What is the truth of the word? What does the word say about that? Glory to God. Now, if you like girls, just, listen, just rock your truth. If you're a guy liking guys, you just rock your truth. No, 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 listen. No, you bet. That's right. That's right. Don't, I heard it. Don't, don't you be deceived. Watch this. God is not mocked. Whatsoever seed a man soweth, of that same seed shall he also reap. Glory to God. Here's what the Bible says: if you sow to the flesh, you're gonna reap corruption. You better believe that. Things gonna start crumbling down in your life when you start sowing to the flesh. No, you better listen. God said, You be holy. For I am holy. That's what God said. You got to be holy because God is holy. Listen, big mama them said it. I didn't understand it when I first heard it. But they used to say holiness is still right. You better hear me. Holiness is still right. Only the pure in heart shall see God. Amen. Glory to God. But we've, we, we, we've lost in, in many respects the fear of the Lord. Christians don't feel cursing anymore. I, I don't want to date myself, but I remember a time when it started thundering and lightning. Y'all know what, I'm, somebody know what I'm talking about. Some of y'all old enough to know what I'm talking about. When it was thundering and lightning, you turned that TV off. You had to let the Lord do his work. You hear me? Glory to God. It was just some things you just, you just didn't do. You didn't do. They instilled the fear of the of God in us, they instilled the fear. Instilled the fear of the Lord in us, and 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 that that was in us growing up. That was in us. Listen, if if you were on the church ground and had to lie, you stood up, told you jumped up, told your lie in the air. And when you got through lying, just when your feet better touch the ground, you better not lie standing on that ground. grandmama said, "Did you break that wonder?" No, ma'am. Y'all laughing. You better not, you on holy ground. You better not lie on that ground. You on church ground. (laughs) Y'all think I'm joking. I'm really serious. We have to, they instill the fear of God in us. Man. When you saw the church, you turned your blues off. You didn't run in front of the church with your music blasting. Are you crazy? We thought God was going to strike us down. We just knew God had a handful of lightning bolts. (laughs) We live with the knowledge that the creator of the universe, watch this, is intimately involved in our our every move. We live with the knowledge that the creator of the universe is intimately involved in our every move. He sees, knows, and evaluates all our choices, and we will answer to him. Go to Psalms 139. Let's look at it. Go to Psalms 139. Let's look at it. I may not finish this tonight, but we'll get back on it. Psalms 139. Y'all have it? Look at verse verse number one. Psalms 139. Look at verse number one. What does it say? Let's read one through four together. One, two, ready, read. You have searched me and known me. You know my sitting down and my rising up. You understand my thought afar off. You comprehend my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word on my tongue, but behold, O oh Lord, watch this, you know it all together. That this, just those, those four verses tells us that God is intimately involved in all of our lives. Now, that's a beautiful thing. Because God lovingly wants to guide us and lead us and he wants to help us navigate uh, through the treacherous waters of this world. But at the same time, you need to know that that God sees everything that we do. Not only does he see everything that we do? God hears the thoughts of your heart from afar off. God knows whether the intents of your heart are pure or not. God knows. And so, knowing that the creator of the universe is that intimately involved in our lives, we should want to live a life that's pleasing to him in everything that we do. God doesn't expect us to be perfect, but he does expect us to be perfectly trying. Amen? And we need to be trying to do better. Listen, I can't finish this tonight, but let's pause there. Will you give the Lord a hand? I'll stop right there for tonight. And uh, we'll jump back in because I still need to give you all the definition of the fear of the Lord. I've given you all some great context uh, scriptures, so I encourage you guys to take those, study those, study the fear of the Lord. Go look at how many times the scripture talks about the fear of the Lord. You'll be amazed. Um, And so I I want my heart, I want my heart to fear God again. I'm, I'm not talking about fearing like I'm fearing a bad guy. I'm talking about a reverential fear. Yeah, I'm talking about a God-like fear, knowing that God is watching and he's intimately involved and that God desires to see me have the best in my life. And God wants my life to line up so he can get those things, he can get those things to me. We all bow. Let's pray real quick. I just feel led to pray. Father, um, Lord God, forgive us if there's areas in our lives where we've lost the fear. If there's areas of our lives, God, where we are um, operating outside of your will, if we're doing things and continuing to do things, that are displeasing to you father forgive us forgive every individual in this room god if we've said done thought omitted anything that's been contrary to your will father forgive us tonight father help us to leave this room with the sense that even when we're by ourselves you see us and you know us god, you know our down you know our down sitting and you know our uprising god